I'm wrestling, you're not weak for me. Celebrate what I am. Celebrate what I have been. Celebrate what I represent. And celebrate the many ways I have impacted your life. I will survive this test as I have survived others. I am forever etched into the very fiber of all mankind. The world needs me. Time is on my side. History guarantees me. I am wrestling. Do not wait for me. What's up, everybody? This is Ben Askren, as always, with my co-host, Tommy Rollins. And we are in episode 38. And, uh, Tommy, we're going to start off by go ahead and celebrate Kyle Snyder's Olympic victory because it was only about 15 minutes ago that that happened. It was incredible, man. We, um, I was at the soccer tournament all weekend, following the results, watching a lot on the sidelines from my iPhone. We pulled over to watch Kyle's match. It was incredible. What a, what a moment for American wrestling. You know, I got to add for Buckeye Nation, too. So Of course. Course. Hey, you, we, but you got something to celebrate too, Ben. Mizzou got a medal. That was that's right. That was the first one in, in school's history. I, I failed us, but Jaden Cox came through, uh, <laughs> got himself a bronze medal, and, and frankly could have done better than that. Um, well, you know, we'll talk about that when we get in depth, weight by weight. But um, tough weekend, great weekend for Kyle Snyder. Tough weekend for America. Um, Tommy, are we going to hop right into the corruption, or do we want to celebrate Kyle Snyder some more? I mean, this guy's twenty years old. World champion, Olympic champion, definitely on track to be the best uh, American of all time. And I don't, I don't want to put that out before it's there. And we were talking about Jordan Burroughs last week doing that. But obviously when you have two world and Olympic titles and you're 20 years old, that talk's going to start. Yeah, let's, let's just take five, nah, three or four minutes. Nine, 20 years old, world and Olympic champion, going to be a junior in college. It's just unprecedented success at that age in the United States. No one's ever done so, it. Yeah. Never been done, and uh, you know one of the one of the I would say for me one of the most incredible things is that he he struggled this year on the international level. He was not flawless by any sense of the imagination. He just lost to Geizumov not not too long ago. Well, his three losses this year to were, were to Kajimarat Gatsalov, who's a multiple yep. world and Olympic champion, legend, uh, and Boltukayev, who was the slight favorite going into this weekend, but I think he gassed out from maybe he had his his cycle got a little bit thrown off with all the, the doping uh yeah. issues in Russia yep. and then he lost to Gazumov so he wasn't losing to a bunch of fish no not by um, any sense of imagination but but I, I I do hear you he wasn't he's never been dominant at uh at the world level but he's been the man twice <laughs> so yeah. you got to give it to the guy especially for his age his maturity, his approach to life and the sport. I know him personally. I think you know him a little bit, Ben. You know, it's as you would imagine, it's second to none. So really cool to see, you know, that type of person uh, win an Olympic gold medal. And it's got to be good for our country long term. 100%. Good, good for America. I was thinking, Tommy, if in the case that Kyle would not have won, when was the last time America didn't win a gold medal? Obviously, excluding 80 when we didn't go. But obviously, twelve we had one, eight we had one, four we had one, two thousand we had I'm one. I'm wondering if I, it's been. It's been maybe I don't know. Never. I don't know. Oh, I don't know who won or didn't win in '64 or '68. But I know Gable won in '72 and yeah. possibly others. And obviously '76. I know people won, and I know that Blue Ball won in '60. So if somebody won in '64 and '68, then we'd have to start 
going back to 56 when I wasn't even, you know, I don't, I don't even know the historical yeah. accounts. So, for Tommy, I, I've actually had a couple of good, good talks with people about our top 10 list. Um, Lee Kemp reached out to me. He said, thanks, Ben, for sticking up for me. Tommy's a real a-hole. Did he really? <laughs> they didn't say Tommy's a hole He did say thanks for sticking up for me. Um, I found out some good information from him, though. And, and, you know, I, this is the Olympic episode, so hell, might as well talk about it. That Super World Championships, I guess they invited the best four guys, um, which that year did include the Olympic champion, and, and Lee did beat the Olympic champion at that tournament as well as. So it was after the 80 Olympics? It was. It was in December, I believe, December of that year. So that, that was he very beat interesting. The guy. Um, and he beat the Olympic champ that year. So that, that was really interesting. Um, and then I talked to Mike Chapman, who's, uh, you know, he's one of the preeminent wrestling historians in America quite a bit. Um, and actually, I'll forward you the email. I have an email in my, in my inbox right now. But um, he said that way back in the day, the, the, the Wrestling Hall of Fame was in Stillwater alongside, well, I'm sorry, that still is in Stillwater, alongside the USA Wrestling National Offices. Um, and he thought there was a lot of the world championships brackets back then, but he said it was kind of disorganized. And he thinks since then they've they've been thrown away or, or just, you know discarded. And he doesn't think any of the old world championship brackets exist anywhere. Because I was trying to ask some questions about that, and he said he said he doesn't think they exist. Wow. So that's interesting. Wow. When we talk about the history of our sport, um, the old Olympic Games, the old world championships, he doesn't think those exist. And and obviously that that played out this weekend, Tommy. You know, you sent me a few texts. We were talking about. How many countries the Soviet Union encompasses now? Um, and at what at at ninety seven kilograms, five of the top six placers were former Soviet countries. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, I want to get the official numbers. We're we're hot off the press from the event, but I think we have yet another Olympic cycle where there's there's twenty four medals passed out. I think definitely greater than twelve. Soviet yeah. countries. I didn't do the math on this one yet. I did not. I had a guy with a medal. Well, I'm trying Azerbaijan, to find there was an awesome here, here, tweet. Let, let's just start it off this way. Azerbaijan had five, five. medals. They had five. Russia, Russia had three. Did they and, have three? Yeah. They yeah. Had. Georgia had two. So that's, that's ten. That's eleven right there. That's ten. Uh, You're right. Ten bad, right there. Bad, bad, then bad. how many? And then Uzbekistan had, I believe, two. That's twelve. I'm, I'm then, going to it right now. I'm going to tell you the answer. Uh, let's go. And then Saratov from Romania. He's a he's a Russian. That's he's a Russian. So I'm trying to find this really interesting tweet, Tommy. I asked how many former Russians. Um, oh, I saw that. And this guy tweeted me, and he had that, the list they aren't of, even former Russians. Those are those are the guys from the Caucasus that live there now. That are wrestling other countries, and it was guys from the Caucasus. Damn, I can't find it. Guys in the Caucasus. I got it, Ben. I took a snap picture of it and sent it, was it to awesome. Mike. We're wrestling for thirteen different countries. Yeah. So five of the six Russians are from the Caucasus. Keep in mind the Caucasus are smaller than the state of Ohio. Sure. Um, and it's it's basically Ossetia, Dagestan area. You got towns like Vladikavkaz and Mahachkala. You have uh, the Chechnya area, and those make up the Caucasus mountain region. And that is where wrestling is the mecca on the planet. And you've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 countries, as you said, Ben, yeah. that had a caucus region representative at the Olympic Games. Crazy. 20, 20 athletes. Now, keep in mind, there's six weight classes, and I think we have 19 guys per weight. Yeah, so, so there's so only 114. 114 Guys in the tournament, 20 of them are from the Caucasus. Not to mention the other, let's call it the 12, 15 guys that are Russians. Like, for example, Victor Lebedev 
is the only non-caucus uh, Olympian. He's from Yakutsk, which is closer to Alaska than it is Moscow. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, anyways, it's just interesting. The system that we're in right now, from a competitive standpoint, is, in my opinion, uniquely different. It's almost like we have, you know, these Russian countries have like free agency periods and transfers and, you know, buying out somebody's contract and this and that. Because to have 20 guys from the caucuses represent other countries is just unprecedented stuff. I agree. Okay, so Tommy, I got the final count. I'm looking at the medals right now. 13 out of 24 medals went to someone representing a former Soviet country. And if you want to include Saratov from Romania and Yasar and Yasar from Turkey, Turkey. Uh, 15 out of 24. I'm not surprised, are you? That's 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 what what percentage is it? That's uh, five out of eight. That's 60, I, 63% of the medals. Yeah. You know what's interesting to me, too, and I know that you and I could get in a debate on this, and maybe we should save it because there's so many things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we got to go. But the average age the average age of the six Olympic champions is 22 and a half. Wow. So, yeah, and so, you know, to me, our, 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 our country's best wrestlers as a whole, as a general consensus, is starting to focus on full freestyle full-time at the time – the rest of the world is winning the Olympics. And I don't want to use Jaden Cox and Kyle Snyder as an example of why the folk style system doesn't hurt us. Those okay, guys, well, but there guys is, are exceptions. But they Tommy, exceptions. no, stop. There is something. I, I provided you that data before. There's something. and I would, So I would say our freestyle training system is broken. There's something that says the most effective time for an athlete is is right post-collegiate training. I mean, yeah, here's, there's here's very the, few people that I, improve I, I, after. I won't, I won't argue against the fact that the current uh, post-collegiate success for our country's best athletes and most successful wrestlers is not worse and, in fact, could possibly be better than our current model. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that if these guys were wrestling freestyle since birth, they would be even better. I'm not saying that post-collegiate success right out of college it statistically proves that a guy that becomes a nomad for five years uh, and then tries to win a medal, it, you know, that's not what I'm arguing against. What I'm arguing against is a hypothetical scenario that has never once existed in the United States. And that is sure. inter- international wrestling. From birth, and yeah. so you can't. Okay, okay. It, can we get off this topic? Because yes. people want to hear about what happened today. We should talk about that in another episode. Well, I'm going to fit that in. I'm going to fit that in with our, what we're going around, Tommy, and why I don't like it. Because if we go to international style from birth, we are essentially being governed by these idiots and corrupt leaders. With what happened today at the Olympics, it's an embarrassment. It's it's a shame that our great sport is being overshadowed by the corruption. I mean. Franklin Gomez, we won't even talk about the Mongolian match yet, uh, but the Franklin Gomez match was so corrupt and so, I don't even want to say inept, because I know there's no way these refs at that level can be that inept. Playing out, it was corrupt, it was unfair, it was unjust, and they said they, you know, they said they knew they were wrong, they, they removed the wrestlers, but how does that help Franklin Gomez? He's got to wait four freaking more years for a shot at a match that he won and should have been in the Olympic semifinals. He don't get another shot, Tommy, he's going to be four years older. He's done. You know what I'm saying? It, it, they screwed it. It, 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 it is. It is. It is. It is 
unbelievable. It's embarrassing. Uh, I, to be fair, I did not see the Gomez match this morning, Ben, but, you know, I've read all about it. It was, about, all. it was about as clear as day as it gets. Yeah, that's, it's from, by all accounts. I've shared many text messages with, one, with many guys that know a lot about wrestling, you being one of them. And so what bothers me the most is that our sport was kicked out of the Olympics two years ago in part for rampant corruption. And that is either stupidity or corruption or both. No, it's corruption. There's no, but there's there's Tommy, no place like, for it. You can't be that stupid. It was like, uh, am I holding up one finger or two fingers? And I'm holding up two, and you say, uh, I'm holding up one. And I say, no, no, I'm not. And you say, well, so I'm the, I'm the ref. It. Uh, so it's one. I mean, it, it was that clear as day. You know, I was actually talking to Joe Warren. We did, I did my other podcast today, too. And Joe said, you know, I said in this era when there's every freaking match is videotaped, everybody's watching, we're all connected via social media, to be that corrupt right in our freaking face is so disgusting. And he's like, yeah, I remember in the coin flip era when, you know, they'd flip the coin and it would come up red and then they'd hold it up and say it's blue just to try to cheat you. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know, so it's like, and then uh, I got a couple good tweets from Metcalf that Brett Metcalf that I um, that I retweeted. He said, um, "This sport is not that hard to interpret. It's blatantly obvious when injustice occurs. We are better than this. Wrestling fans, you are now witnessing what occurs at every international tournament. It ain't right, but it's reality. And, and that Tommy, we've been we've been international. That is reality. People get cheated on a regular basis." So, how, you know, how can our sport keep going on, on this level? How can the same leaders that were in charge before still be in charge? And we kind of let them well, off the hook and say that this Lagovic well, guy not, I'm, shit, I'm, but he's yeah. not. I'm not letting UWW off the hook for this, Ben. But but I will tell you one thing that is different. It, they probably haven't exhausted the appropriate measures to take care of this today because they could have they could have re-wrestled the match. They could have yeah. done a lot of things, and they didn't because – because to your point, that match was probably for sale. Um, it the, was. The, Had to and, be. And, 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 and the UWW guys knew about it. They're not going to intervene with something that's for sale because they've probably been. You know, it's, it's just I don't even want to go down yeah. that road. Yes. But they did issue a statement. They are they are they are doing things that they didn't do four years ago. So I'm not giving them a pass either. But I'm just saying that they recognize what we're up against with the perception that we have with the IOC. With you know the American or uh, the okay. global sports culture. So then, so then it gets worse, Tommy. So then it gets worse. So later that day, this very same athlete. Uh, what? Let me get his name right here, so I, I don't get it wrong. His name An- is Anzagor. Na- Nav Navruzov. Navruzov. Navruzov from Uzbekistan. So he was the guy that got the call against Phantom Gomez. He's in the bronze medal match against against Mongolia. And Tommy, it was really interesting because there was a sequence with five minutes and 40 seconds into the match. So there's only 20 left. And it appears to me, as it's very clear, that Mongolia hits out of bounds. He was a, no, he's a defensive wrestler. He hits out of bounds, then recovers and scores a takedown two points to tie the match 6-6, six to six, right? Right. Uzbekistan protests. They say, nope, we're right. Mongolia gets the point. So I'm thinking, oh, they're trying to they're trying to run this back and give it back to the Uzbekistan guy because he got a match earlier today, right? Right. So I'm thinking, wow, that that's crazy. They're screwing him because they screwed someone else for him earlier in the day. Well, there's eight there's 18 seconds left, Tommy. They get tied up. They go in an overrunner situation. The Mongolian defendant. There's six seconds left. Six. Right. He takes two steps back. He puts his fist in the air. He circles halfway around the mat. 
Okay, now there's six seconds. Now that is kind of a fleeing the hold type situation, but I mean, so you know, he takes two steps back, there's probably four to five seconds left, he circles. Um, I get it, he's celebrating, he won a freaking Olympic bronze medal, right? And they call him for caution in one as time runs out. So there's no seconds on the clock. Caution in one. Well, the Mongolians are already out partying. They won a freaking bronze medal, Tommy. The coaches are on the mat. They're freaking going nuts. And they get it sorted out. And, and they they make clear that they gave a caution in one, which makes the Uzbekistan guy the bronze medalist here. Uh-huh. And now you've seen pictures of this, but Tommy, it was it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen happen. So I, I, I see, I've seen the pictures. It they is start bizarre. stripping. They start throwing I too, their shoes, it is throwing amazing. their clothes. I mean, I mean, wow. I love it and I hate it. I mostly love it, but isn't it kind of freaking hilarious that I our? Mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's when you're sick of it. And I remember, obviously, and I was so early in my international career, Tommy, but I'll tell you a story that I, when I got screwed over in Kiev, and this is, you know, this is exactly what Brett Metcalf was talking about. So there's, I'm winning four to three, and this is a, so this is a three period system, right? I lost the first period. I'm winning the second period. I'm gassing this guy out. I'm winning four to three. There's six seconds left on the clock, right? Right. So they start the clock. We're wrestling. We're wrestling. We're wrestling. I'm thinking like, it's been freaking way more than six seconds. What, what the hell's going on? Right, mm-hmm. so I look up. The clock still hasn't started, and we've been wrestling for a significant amount of time. So I start pointing at the clock. Right, as right. I point at the clock, he attacks me, and I give up a one point take. This is one. So this is back in the one point takedowns. I give up a one point takedown as the buzzer goes off. So I'm like, this is bullshit. It's just crap. Like they didn't start the clock. It's unbelievable. So, so I say, I'm not getting off the damn mat. So I stand on the mat. I said, you need to review this. So here's what they do, Tommy, to review it. They they rewind to where they started the clock, right? <laughs> so remember, there was a period where they weren't starting the clock. They rewind to where they started the clock. They count the six on their fingers. They say it's good. And it's like I literally stood on the mat for about five minutes because I couldn't believe how blatantly they were cheating me. I really couldn't believe it. And that's, yeah. what, that's what these Mongolians were thinking. They're thinking, you know, like, I've, I've had some, how I've, is this I've happening? Got, I got jobbed at the Oregon once. I don't even want to get into the details, but Sean Bormet pretty much lost his mind and he's a pretty calm reserved guy um it's bad you know what's funny though is even though the mongol i've never seen um an eastern european coach strip naked uh, darn near naked you know i've probably seen an eastern european coach take off his shirt in protest over 10 times in my (laughs) career yeah always when i was overseas it's like it's it's a reaction it's something it's like a cultural thing you rip off your shirt when you're mad okay so Wait, I want to get and so the same ref that did the the Gomez match that was blatant, they screwed Yazdani, who actually should have beaten Guy Gaizumov, who wrestled who just wrestled Kyle Snyder in the, in the finals. They screwed him so hard, Tommy. Um, he was on a single leg. He got he got to take the knee was down. Then they didn't give him a takedown. Gaizumov went up into a power position, quad pod type of deal. Uh huh. I saw this. Yazdani snaps him. He kind of hits his cap, hits his butt. There's definitely a second point touching there. Um, and they still don't give him the takedown. And that was, that was, essentially, that was the match. Yeah, I saw it. It's brutal. So the only question I have is that that was clearly before time was up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Then that is, then, then that is pitiful. It was about five seconds, five seconds left in the period. So, um, yeah, I mean, just so much rampant corruption. And, And Tommy, it's crazy. This is, the world is watching. I mean, people, it's not like these are matches that no one's seeing. Everyone's got streaming. Everyone's watching these matches, and it's, it's happening. So to Brett Metcalf's point, um, 
To Brent Metcalf's point, this stuff happens all the time, and UWW's failed to fix it. So where where do we go from here? What do we do to get this fixed? Because it has to be fixed, right? Right. So it's how, it's, how it's unbelievable. You know, you know what I'm funny? When we used to play uh, card games overseas, yeah. and... And Sammy Henson, uh, it was when I just started just started wrestling international. So Sammy Henson and Chris Bono and those guys were, at the time, they were the older guys on the circuit. They were like 30, 31, and I was 23 or whatever. Sure. And we would play car, we would play cards. And every now and again, they'd just change the rules on me because I was a younger guy. And they'd be like, what, what are you going to do, change the rules? Like, no, man, it's 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 called Fila. We're going to Fila you. And we're just going <laughs> to change things we're just going to change things up on you and there's nothing you can do about it anyways it's kind of a funny story it's just it's what i'm trying to get at is that it's common knowledge it's a reality of the situation amongst the international circuit that this stuff happens all the time there's inexplicable interpretations of the rules that cause you to have no no reason no other reason than to believe that it's something's behind it that it's it's corruption or or intentional bias i mean maybe it's not corruption maybe it's just wanting your country to win. I don't know what it is, but it's No, just, it's corruption, it, it, Tommy. Tommy, okay, listen. We know they're getting paid. Is that true or false? Do you, well, have I don't you, know that they are, but okay, I believe. Listen, yes, I, I, believe, I know wrestlers I believe, have got paid. I've heard them talking about it. Yeah, I heard no, them I, talking about it. So, I'm betting on that, yes. So I know wrestlers are getting paid, so we know that kind of corruption is going on. So the, the next logical extension is a referee getting paid. Why not? Right. Right. So, I mean, it has to have, So, I mean, at this point, the UWW, there's either got to be a house cleaning, there's got to be something stepped up. Um, because this is uh, the biggest stage that, that wrestling has, is the Olympic Games every four years. And, you know, maybe the IOC is, is leading the charge. They're corrupt as shit. So maybe they're saying, I don't care if, if UWW is corrupt because we're corrupt too. Who cares, you know, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. But um, as a wrestling fan, it's disgusting to watch. It's brutal. And unfortunately, that's what we just talked about for the last 10 minutes when we could, when we should be talking about uh, Olympic results. Well, I think I'm interested to see what happens, let's call it, in the next three weeks. Sure. With, you I know what too. I mean? Because I, I'm not going to close the door on UWW acting swiftly and abruptly when well, they see – I'm going to give well, them – What do they do there? Them, what do they do there? How do they fix it? I mean, at this point, because you can't give Gomez back to match, so what do you do? You could penalize the country. You could investigate investigate the issue, find out who's behind it, and when you find out who's behind it, penalize the country. If you penalize the country, this stuff will end. Sure. This stuff will end if you penalize the country. If you penalize an individual, you know that's why the mafia works. You find a fall guy, you pay him off yep. to take the fall. You know, you, it's just like if a, if a referee gets kicked out of of, of UWW, if you're if you're that doesn't truly, solve the situation. Yeah, and if you're truly a corrupt person, you're like, hey man. You know, a corrupt guy is going to say, "Hey, I paid you ten grand to do that for me. Here's another twenty grand because I really respect you for not ratting me out." Yeah. And corruption continues. You've got to, you've got to hit them where it hurts. Yeah. So if this is taking place, you know, so I'm giving the UWW an opportunity to really see this thing through okay. before I, before I cast complete judgment. Okay. I do agree, though, Ben. I do agree. They could have re-wrestled the match. They should have re-wrestled the match. Yeah. And that, that's disappointing. Can I can I give a little more pile-on on the UWW while we're at it? And you're my, a pile-on guy. My wife, for the life of her, could not understand why there's two bronze medals. And then, I mean, and when you look at it, it's so stupid. And I, I understand it's an IOC thing. They're training country medals. But the unbalanced, unseated brackets, which Kyle Snyder, he would have won regardless, but he benefited from the day. Most of the best guys were on the bottom. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Burroughs obviously did not benefit from. He's got freaking good day of second round. Um, so unbalanced, unseated brackets with two third places. It's like, could you try any harder to get someone who's undeserving a medal a medal? Well, they want I mean, parity. I understand this, that, but this, there's there's no will, other way you can do it. I mean, that's yeah. Like, it, it's 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 organized. It's organized. I don't want to call it crime, but it's just it's just an organized way to get what you want. That that's just. It's not fair. It's not right. It's not representative of what's great about the sport. And I agree, Ben. No seeds. Um, no overtime. There's two third places. There's only six weight classes. No real wrestlebacks. There, there's there's no real wrestlebacks. You got follow the leader going on. Um, you know we have we still have corruption. Uh, it would appear within the system that still becomes prevalent at the Olympic level. You know, we've got we've got a lot of issues. Now, to say that the UWW has not improved the product from the time the sport was reinstated back in the Olympics between that time and now, it's they've done better. They've done better. And you can't do it all overnight. So I'm really interested to see what happens with this Gomez stuff. And how they handle it. Well, I sure, I sure hope there's some quick and swift action. And that was not the only roughing. I mean, I'm gonna bring up Snyder. I'm sorry, in Snyder, Jaden Cox's match against Salas. There was some freaking insanity, and and Salas ran off the mat. Didn't even want to shake the hands because it was so bad. Um, so yeah, so it was. It wasn't just those couple matches that I mentioned. There was a hand. The Yazdani match got stolen from him. Um, there was a handful of matches like that that were that were in that fashion. Um, so, anyways, let's get on to the wrestling. You know, we got it. We got a UWS to address this issue. But let's get on to the wrestling. So, fifty-seven kilos. Dan Dennis got smoked eleven nothing. This guy didn't get pulled back in. I got. I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get heat for this. And I and I know I get cast as a guy who talks crap on Iowa, which I have guilty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I try to. How has Iowa not trained to stop a gut wrench, Tommy? Mike Zadek got tech fall in the Olympics. In 2008 with a gut wrench. Boom, boom, boom. Tony Ramos in the trials by Dan Dennis. Teched, boom, boom, boom. And then Dan Dennis gets teched with a gut wrench. Like, are they not doing any gut wrench defense training? I I don't even want to get into the technical side of it. It's just, I mean, yeah. I mean, right? You got to do it I guess I'm just, I'm just, you know, he deserved to be on the team fair and square. Fair and I just, square. I'm not surprised by that result. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of. I think of, he did a. What's that? A lot of people were, were kind of predicting him to do well, but obviously he's never had any success on the international level. And that was, uh, you know, w- with the way the weight classes not, not once. I mean, he doesn't have a win internationally that yeah. I that I know of. I don't think so. Is of any of any merit, so it shouldn't be a surprise. And you know, honestly, fifty-seven ended up being one of the tougher brackets because what you had was you had a lot of those sixty-one kilo guys coming down. Dubov being one of them. Um, now the, Dubov's the guy that teched. He's the guy that teched. Um, correct, Dan Dennis. Yeah. And he he placed last year at the World Championships at sixty-one. Did Dubov get bronze? I know he was in the bronze medal. No, match. he did, he did not. It was um, so the the medalist at that weight class. All right, I can't even say the damn Georgian guy's name. It's like twenty-seven King, characters. Kingishvili, Kingish, Kingishvili. Yep. He beat Stop. Higuchi four to three, and and there was um, a, a fair amount of people thought Higuchi should have had a takedown in there too. So um, that was another match in question. And then in the bronze medal, you got Rahimian um, Aliyev. 
I think the the most fun guy to watch in that weight class is Bond. But he's boomer busting. You know, it could be he's that good and that bad, or it could be he got paid, right? I don't know, and you don't know either because you know the Cubans take money. So, did you know is he that good and that bad? Because when he's good, he's so freaking good. He destroyed. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I believe that it was 2014, maybe world champion from North Korea. He just destroyed him in the wrestlebacks. I mean, just it was just it was so fun to watch. Um, and then he gets killed by Rahimi in, in the bronze medal match. It's like, well, he might have got paid. I don't really know. Hard to say. Yeah. So that that result was disappointing, um, but not but not surprising for me. And it take nothing away from Dan Dennis. It's just I I wasn't thinking. I wasn't counting him in for a medal. Sure. Okay. So let's go. Sixty five kilograms. Um, we discussed the, the Gomez robbery. So you had um, you had Molinaro at this weight class, and frankly, I think frankly, that's funny. Frankly, <laughs> I think he did pretty well. He didn't get a medal, but he wrestled his butt off. He lost to Asgarov. Kind of, he kind of handled him ten nothing. He kind of handled him. Um, but then, but Asgarov handles a lot of people. I agree with you, Ben. I don't want to. I thought Frank Molinaro did a did a great job. Yeah, I, I, I thought he did a great job, and I think he finished appropriately with where he's been wrestling at the past four or five months. You know, yeah. f- top five, six, seven in the world, which, which is, is a, a great huge job. Jump from where he was at. I completely agree. Year. I thought I thought he did a good job, and I thought his result was representative of where he shows he's at right now. Sure. Um, Okay, so this is... How about Romanov, the Russian? Do Azerbaijanis, do they throw matches at all? No. Are you sure? Because as good as as Azgarov was earlier in the day and as tough as he wrestled, seeing what happened to him in the finals, I'm like... I I got some questions in my head, Tommy. I'm like, how in the world did that just happen to him? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he got a death threat or something. How's he you know, gonna get beat I, like Romanov, that? Romanov, I, I would, I think Romanov is that how you say his name? Romanov, yes, he's he's very good. But I think as he scored Garov's, more. I would say that he scored more points than anybody in the in the Olympics. Well, I'll, I'll go. I'll tell you the results right here. He had. I'm trying to get to his first round match. Um, he had first round. He beats Heisland Garcia out of Canada seven to one. Then he beats the Cuban eleven to three. Then he beats the Mongolian six to zero. And then he beats Naruzov eighteen to seven. So yeah, and, he, and then he beat, then he beat Asgarov ten nothing. Ten nothing. So he did score a lot of points, but I think he scored the most. I mean, how could you, I mean he had twenty eight in his last two matches? Yeah, I mean as but as good as as good as Asgarov is, what what happened to him in the finals was I would say totally out of character. So as much so, Tommy. This is the issue with Listen. this is the issue with corruption. No, this is the issue with corruption. When we know there's corruption, which you and I both know there is, it makes you question shit that maybe you shouldn't question. I'm questioning this final because I know there's corruption in wrestling. Now I haven't known an Azerbaijan guy to throw a match, but as good as Azgarov is, that result's questionable to me. I don't think he threw it. Azerbaijan is a well-funded um, Russian province on the Caspian Sea. They pay their guys a lot of money to transfer out of the Caucasus and other parts of Russia to represent Azerbaijan. So what if he had a death threat or something? Well, okay. I don't know. <laughs> you know, right? I don't know. But I'm just I, I, I think that Romanov, if there's anybody that's most likely to rattle off 10 points 
in a few flurries, it would be him in the whole tournament, with the exception of Sajulayev. Hey, wasn't Romanov? Didn't Romanov wrestle at, at Worlds last year? You know, I don't know the answer to that. I don't think he won. If he did, I don't think he won. I well, I remember the Russian had a questionable win off Boris Novachkov. Remember, there was a very, very shady call, probably corruption. So was it Romanov? I'm look. I'm gonna try to look it up right now. Hold on, I'm googling it. I, I don't remember if it was Romanov or the other Russian, which I don't recall his name right now. But um, give me about 20 seconds. What's more dead air time like we did last week? Um, hey, one funny fact. Uh, uh, so during our dead air time while I'm searching this, one funny fact, Tommy, was that um, there was three Rush three. You know, we talk about the Russians going to other places, right? Right. There was three Cubans in the wrestleback because Chamiso obviously is. Um, Chimiso is a Cuban, wrestled for Italy. Haslam Garcia from is Canada is Cuban. And then there was a real Cuban. So I thought that was funny that there was three Cubans in the in the five people in the wrestlebacks or whatever. Yeah, was. we got Cuban defects, we got Cuban wrestlers, we got Russian <laughs> we got, They're everywhere. We got Russian transfers, Russian free agents, we've got Russian countries, we've we've got everything. It's 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 okay. a wild trade. Alright, it was Romanov last year, so let me see. Let me go through Romanov's results. He um, he beats Novotkov 11-7, and that was a bullcrap match, Tommy. That was where um, Novotkov kind of threw him to his back, and it, I, to, my, to my opinion, it was very obvious. I really thought it was. And they said, no, nah, that was Romanov. So it should have been four points um, Novotkov, and instead it goes four points Romanov. So Romanov wins 11-7 in that match. And then he gets pinned by Naruzov, the, the Uzbekistan guy. He gets pinned by him in the semis. Wow. What? Just wow. Just wow. Well, Romanov was the man. I thought he was the outstanding wrestler of the tournament. I mean, you could say Sajulayev. But I thought in terms of just a guy coming out and saying, I'm bringing heat, I'm winning the Olympics, that guy was awesome. I watched all of his matches this morning all the way through the semis. I did not see him spank Asgarov, who's, who's the reigning Olympic champion at the weight below, um, that doesn't exist anymore. But anyways, um, I thought... I thought that guy was incredible this morning when I watched all of his matches. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's good. Yeah, very. I mean, he's great. I, I shouldn't use good that liberally. He's great, but you know when I talk about the corruption, it, it, it makes you question stuff, and that that sucks for the sport because some of these match, a lot of these matches are legitimate, but when when it makes you question stuff, that's what makes it shitty to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to seventy four kilos. Obviously, this is. Um, just gut wrenching, dude. It was brutal. I mean, it, it's there's nobody in American wrestling that deserves a pass more, and and then some than Jordan Burroughs. I mean, it's like it was a bad performance, but I mean, this guy's done so much, and he he had no signs of this happen. He showed no signs of this happening, Ben. No signs. No, no signs. What do I you mean, think okay. happened? Well, I mean, I, I think we saw something that we've never seen before in the wrestleback, and that's uh, Jordan Burroughs kind of packed it in. We've never seen that before. And I, I've been watching Jordan since he was 18 years old as a true freshman at the University of Nebraska. Um, there's no way Bexad Abdurrahmanov, as good as he is, is 10 points better than Jordan Burroughs. That's, just, that's an impossibility. So right. he definitely didn't bring his A game to that match. Um, and on the front side, Gadeev's good. He's probably failed a handful of drug tests. I think that that's... Not even uh, a libel or slander. I think that's a likelihood when you read the McLaren report and you realize how many drug tests that Russia has failed right. as a group, and you realize he's probably one of the guys getting tested because he's the, he's the number one guy. He's the world team member. 
Um, so you realize that, and then obviously he, he's good on top of that. So you know, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a blowout last year. I believe Burroughs won what five four or six four last year. Yeah, it Kedaev. was close. I mean, it was close. I still would have picked Burroughs to win that match. Yeah, but. of course I would have too. But you know, one thing I noticed that um, I've never noticed before, and this is being so nitpicky because we're talking about what we talked about, possibly the greatest American wrestler of all time. Maybe you know his legacy is a little tainted after after this week. Um, but on his counterattacks, which are usually so deadly, he was going right every single time. He never went left on his counter. So do you know what I'm talking about? He gets the guy underneath yeah. him and he attacks the hamstring and then runs through him if they come up. Um, and and Gadeev was ahead of him. Gadeev was, was already turning into the to the counterattack as Burroughs was going there, which took it away from him. So, um, you know, I've never noticed that before, probably because it, it's worked for him just about every time. Uh, you know, when we're talking about how, how good and how effective he is, but I think that might have been the issue is that he's going counterattack right every single time. So, um, so Gadeev was anticipating where Jordan was going to go. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing about being the chased instead of the chaser is that yeah, you got. I think he memorized everything that he does and and worked to shut him down. And I don't think Burroughs got a rhythm. I don't think that he. Sh- popped off as many shots as he could have. I don't think he had an intention of creating chain wrestling uh, sequences where he can fall into some counterattacks and stuff like that. It just wasn't, it wasn't there. I mean, he didn't, he didn't have it. And so I I don't even want to pile on. I just want to, man, I was just, I just felt awful for him because the guys carried the torch as good or better than, than every other American wrestler we've, we've ever had. And I think I think he's going to continue to do so, but you know the vultures are circling, so to speak. And sure. now there's a lot of guys that had initially checked out on the the notion that they could beat Jordan Burroughs. Now a lot of people think that they can beat him, and he's going to have to overcome that. I think he's yeah. going to want to. I think he's going to. I think he's going to come back blazing. And but I think I the dynamic. So. I think the dynamic is different now. I think it's going to be different. He's going to have to earn back that. Uh, that dominance, but this guy has shown that he likes those challenges. Yeah. He, you know, he could have walked away after as a world and Olympic champion four years ago yeah. and been, you know, and he chose to not. He chose to stay in the fire. You know, he chose to stay in the arena and slug it out. So that same guy is 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 a prime candidate to overcome an event like this and use it as a positive and have it fuel him. Whether or not it will remains to be seen, but. I think this guy, you know, he didn't show up. I mean, he didn't wrestle like an Olympic champion. That's why he's not right now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, man, it's just he was 132 going into, you know, the other day. 130 and two. That's crazy. Man, yeah. Freaking outstanding. Hey, can I ask you, this is a tough question. Tough question. You ready for this? Yeah. You're Kyle Dake, okay? I'm going down. Okay, well, he's going down. I, I promise you that. He's going down. So Jordan Burroughs loses on the front side. He's got to wrestle back. You know if Jordan Burroughs takes bronze, he's sitting out at the trials next year. Are you cheering for Jordan Burroughs to medal or not? Here's, here's, the, here's the reality, Ben. It's a funny question. It's a, t- it's a tough question. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a funny question because I think you and I know the answer. Okay. I think the answer is no. He's not cheering. He says, he's and, you know, it, it, if you give Kyle the magic wand and say – Here's a magic wand. Nobody's gonna know. What are you gonna What are you gonna do to this match? You're gonna. I think he would ma- wave the magic wand 
for Burroughs to win because he wants he wants America to do good. But but he, he's hoping that he loses since there is no such thing as a magic wand. Am I making sense? Uh, not really. Not really. No. I think I think <laughs> I think it does. It's it's just like it's like it's like when you're like there's health there's a healthy competition in, sure. amongst people, and I think in a healthy way. In a healthy way, Dake well, wanted, I mean, wanted him to lose, but sure. if he wins, Dake's not going to be kicking the can. He's going to be like, all right, cool. America's going to, you know, get a bronze. Yeah. You know what I mean? I well, think he's going to, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. going to, he's not like some sour grapes guy. Yeah, I mean, but Kyle, Dake's whole life purpose is to make the world team next year. That's his purpose in life right now. It, so, I don't, uh, let's just say this. He ain't losing sleep over Jordan Rose not getting the bronze. He's perfectly fine with it. I would yeah. agree. Okay, fair and enough. And that's okay. I don't blame that's him. That's okay. He's a competitor. That's healthy stuff, man. That's that's. I agree. How do we get people competing against one another and expect them to, you know, yep. play nice and play patty cake at yeah. the Olympics it's, together? It's their I mean, life. Yeah, exactly. So um, so that should be interesting because now um, Jordan does not sit out the mini tournament next year. So he's in that mini tournament, which he has not been in since his first year, right? In 2011 was the only time he was in the mini tournament. So right. it does create a new dynamic for next year. That that should be interesting. It'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, um, and I and I and I'm cheering for him. I really yeah. am. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about real fast. Let's talk about that final. Did you watch the final? Yes, I did. That dude. Oh, was, it was awesome. Mark was Perry awesome. said something that's interesting on Twitter oh, I that it. I thought was true. He said, uh, "Yes, Donnie is." Uh, Re- reinventing what hand fighting looks like, and man, when you watch that match, I mean, his style of how he goes about doing that is—it's different. Yeah, it is, and you know what? He—it's—he's not that powerful looking, but he gets so much power behind the stuff he does. I mean, at the World Cup, he made Alex Deringer, who's a beast, look like a child. I mean, what he did to him was like, holy crap! Did that really just happen? Yeah, right. Amazing. Hey, did you hear that Yazdani accused Gadeev of greasing during the match? Uh, well, did you see Burroughs accuse him of greasing? No. Hey, okay, I, Burroughs would never say that publicly, but if you watch early in the match, Burroughs snaps him and then starts pointing at his hand. Watch really? it. Watch that match again. You'll see Burroughs snap him, and he'll and because obviously, if you can't get any kind of grip on the neck, that's going to take away from Burroughs' style. Because Burroughs' style is heavily dependent on him, you know, moving the head around and, yeah. and adjusting to it. So, um, hey, well, we know he's using PEDs. Are we really surprised he's going to put some grease on himself? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not either. So, uh, what? Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess did. I guess he probably did. <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah. I guess I guess he probably did grease. I mean, I think yeah. you know. Anyways. But the amount, okay, so the, back to that final. The, if you watch that Burroughs match, early in the match, Burroughs snaps him and then he kind of looks at his hand like, what the freaking heck? Mm-hmm. Um, Yazdani Chiridi, the amount of composure he kept in. He's not old. I, can't, I don't know how old he is. He's not that 20. old. 20. He's only 20? The average age of the Olympic champions this year is 22. Uh, I wonder where it's been in other years. I don't think it's been that young. Well,. I remember I think, when I was I, there. I think it. I think it has been. It just hasn't been that young for American Olympic champions. No, I don't believe. And I remember because I remember thinking how I young think, I was in 08. I, I think it's been that young. I don't think I, so. I, I, I you know, you. well, Satiev won in 08. He was like freaking 48, 31 or 32. You know, but I think it is. I think it's 22, 3, 4, something like that. Between 22 and four, we got to get somebody to pull those stats. Someone do some damn research real fast. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna look at. It. Oops. 
Freestyle wrestling. Okay, freestyle wrestling. Okay, here we go. Let's see the results, and we'll just... Um, no, didn't your guy win at heavyweight? And he's old, too. Tamizov was old at heavyweight. Mean Javili was old at 84 kilo. Satiev was old. Batirov was not young. Um, Sahin, I don't know how old he is. Let me see. He is currently 33, as, so he was 25 at the time. Asgarov was 19. Asgarov didn't win. Oh, yeah, that was in 2012. Um, let's see. Uh, 85, so we got Muradov was 23. Um, Batirov, let's see how old Batirov was. Batirov was. was 25. So now we're talking like 27, 28 average age because Satya I think I think 30s. it's younger, though. I think it's younger by and large. Think so? I Ooh, think Raybot Mindishvili is thirty-two. I thought he was like twenty-eight, twenty-nine. He was thirty-two at that time, and Tamizov was in his thirties. Tamizov was thirty-one because he and I are the same age. Yeah. So, um, so they were older in 08. Uh, yeah, I think this is a randomly young year. Nah, two thousand twelve though. Two thousand twelve. Okay, I'll, I'll Google it right now. I'll Google it right now, Tommy, for you. And you owe me push-ups because we've always been push-ups on this. Who won in 2012? Okay, 2012, Freestyle Olympic Champions. We have... What the hell is going on here? I want the results, dang it all. Um, all right, here we go. So, no, that's Greco. Freestyle. Oltu Sartanov. He how was, old he is. He was like 20. He's 87, so he's 25. We got Asgarov. He was young. He was, he was 19. 92... Yeah, he was nineteen, correct? So that's so so twenty so so yeah, 44, 44. We'll total yeah. up. Uh eighty six, so that's twenty six. So that's uh seventy. Our total seventy right now. Burroughs. Burroughs was twenty four, so our total's ninety four. Sharifov, he was pretty young, I think. Eighty eight, so he's twenty four. So our total is hundred and eighteen. Mm-hmm. Varner is he's 20 26 so our total is 144 mm-hmm. and Tamizov is Tamizov shoot 30 33 yeah that's going to skew it so that's uh 125 25 177 25 oh, yeah just over just over 25 damn that's some good math Tommy yeah got some numbers in your head there boy yeah so Anyways. Okay, let's get back on task. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Burroughs was heartbreaking, man. I, I can't even really talk about it. I'm, I'm, I was, so how old is he going to be at the next Olympics? He's 32? Got, 32, which is on the high side definitely of... Definitely older, especially for a middleweight. I agree. I agree, but he's not going to be too old next year. You know what I mean? And, and sure. um, I think that's the only focus. And he, I mean, he's got a lot of guys chasing him. Right in four, in four years, we're gonna have Isaiah Martinez. We're gonna have Alex Derringer. We're probably still gonna have Kyle Dake. We're gonna have. I know, think even, you might have Aaron Pico. Even your Aaron Pico and your Mark Hall are gonna be 22, 23 years yeah, old. Which, it's gonna be different. It's yeah. gonna be different. It's just it's that's the age where four years from now he might be a lot different, or he might be still the man. Might be. It's, it's gonna be a tough go for him. Mm-hmm. Four years. Mm-hmm. July eighth, nineteen eighty eight. So right now he is twenty eight. Yeah, thirty two. Yeah, it's a little older for a wrestler. Yep. Um, okay, so let's go 84 kilos. My man, Jaden Fox, get a bronze medal. Dude, what a stud. I mean, animal. Didn't get taken down the whole tournament. Did not get taken down. Um, so the, the obvious mi- the mishap he has here is that in the semifinal, 
He thinks he's winning the match, which he's not. It's one to one. Now, now the, the thing that happens here, Tommy, is that um, on the on the value of the points. So if it's a two point takedown versus a one and a one, so it's tied two to two. Uh, the the caution does not matter, right? Right. Now the issue is if it's one to one, which it was. Jaden had scored the last point, but the caution takes precedent over the last point. And if you watch the match, and you and I talked about this, the you know the Turkish guy thinks he's winning. So the, right. Turk, the Turk thinks he's winning, which he um, he is not. And then you see with about 30 seconds left, I think the Turkish guy kind of realizes that he's, that he's in fact winning. And he slows down. And Jaden doesn't realize until about five seconds left that he's actually losing. Uh, makes an attempt to score a few seconds late. Now, does, before we get into this, does Jaden have a hearing problem? Uh, I've heard that he does. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I've heard rumors of that. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's discussed publicly. Well, um, I and, saw, and I cannot I saw confirm him, that. In fact. I saw him in the um, bronze medal match right when it started. The ref talked to him before he shook Salas's hand, and he like put his finger behind his ear and like leaned into the ref to have the ref repeat himself. Yeah, I saw. I saw that as well. Um, so you know, I can't confirm or deny that. Um, I've had conversations with him, and he's never acted like he had a hearing issue or not. So I, I don't know about that. Um, obviously, it's, you know, Bill Zadek said he was yelling that Jordan was losing, and he uh, Jordan Jaden was losing, and he didn't realize that. By the way, I will be calling him Jaden for life now. <laughs> for, if his mama, if, if a man wants to be called Jaden, he's gonna be called Jaden. There we go. <laughs> so he has a great performance. So let me get to the, this. Um, let me get to this solace match. Can I get to this or what? Let's do it, man. This this is a, it's a shit show. Just all, all around. So here, let me, let me just start. So the last minute in about 15 seconds is very quite uh, – it was about minute and 25, okay? So Jaden gets um, – he gets the first caution, right? Um, right. Caution, caution, gets a point because Solace doesn't score. Solace is doing nothing. Jaden is continuing to be more aggressive than Solace is, but because they feel like they have to give the other guy a chance, that right, they caution right. Jaden twice, which is just stupid, just pure stupidity. There's put Solace back on the clock if he don't want to wrestle. Caution him, right? Correct. Because say in the instance, in the instance that, that Jaden's been more aggressive the entire time, and say he doesn't score on Solace and it's one to one. Now, Solace wins because you felt like you had to give Jaden some cautions to make it fair or, or what? I mean, right. that's, just, that's stupidity, right? So right. Um, so they give him the two cautions. So he goes on the clock. So now they start wrestling, right? And they get in this crazy scramble. So number one, um, I believe it started at 5.04 was when the 30 seconds started. So they stopped the match at, at 5.54, Right. Which is 50 seconds when it's supposed to be a 30 second go. So there was a few very, very, very momentary breaks in action, which I don't know what the criteria is there, Tommy. And I don't know that yeah, it's that's clearly the, defined. That's I don't think it's clearly defined. I, it was happening fast. The rules are pretty s- sketchy in terms of how we interpret this. And I don't know what to think of it. I mean, quite on, I mean, honestly, I, I thought the right call was made, Ben, but just think if you were Cuba, how, how you would yeah. feel about how poorly that was executed. Because there was a break in – they were not touching twice in that in that scramble. Right. Where they actually split apart. So there was a chance to stop it after the 30 seconds. I mean – and then the other part of that um, is that there's six seconds left, right? And they haven't ruled a takedown for Jane yet. And Jane has his hands locked on a double leg and they just stop it then. 
Like, why would you stop it then? Yeah. Like, of all the times you would have had to stop that yep. action, you decide to stop it when there's six seconds left and Jade has his hands locked on a double? Like, Amazing. I, I don't even. So It I, was It was, It was. was just, it was, poor I would say everything. that that match was corrupt. That match was just poorly handled. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I, I mean, if I was Cuba, I'd be really disappointed in how sure. that was handled. I don't. Sure, I, I think I do truly believe the right call was made. Well, but the, the, okay, that I don't was know about the right call being made, Tommy, but the right guy won because Jaden shouldn't have been on the clock in the first place. You're right. He yep. should have never been on the clock. So, in my opinion, the right guy won. But there was a lot of wrong calls being made, and a lot of wrong calls never adds up to a right call. It's just a lot of wrong calls. Oh. <laughs> and so, and the other thing is, under the rule book. Now, I'm going to go against Jaden for a second here. Under the rule book. Um, I don't know that he had a takedown. Just the way I've seen him call it, you know, is where you have to totally be covering over the top of their legs with your hips, you know. And if you watch where they gave him the takedown, he was kind of out to the side a little bit still. So, um, I, I, I thought it was too. I don't think that holding onto a guy's foot when you're on your hip constitutes anything other than you're taken down. Well, listen, I, I, I would agree with you there, but the way they called it, I mean, if you think of, uh, Gomez Metcalf, right? And the reasoning they used there at the Pan Ams where well, that's well, a Gomez good point. wasn't covering the hips. I mean, and, and that's the terminology. And I've had a few other refs that drive me crazy tell me this at tournaments. Well, he wasn't covering the hips. I'm like, yeah, but he was behind both arms. Right. Well, but he wasn't covering the hips. I, we, I One of my guys lost a match at Fargo because of that this year. I'm like, no, no, no. He was behind both arms, but he wasn't covering the hips. And I'm like, <laughs> for God's sakes, it was a takedown. So <laughs> under the terminology that they use on a very regular basis – I don't know what was a takedown. Now the right guy won, and that's what we wanted to happen. So we'll call, we'll say good to go. And when you say right guy, you mean not because he's American. I think he's just the right guy won. He out wrestled Salas because he should have never been on the clock. It should have been right. one nothing. Salas is not going to score offensively against Jaden. And if anything, Salas should have won on the clock again because he was not being as aggressive as Jaden was. By the way, Jaden's basically a left leg lead. Nah, he switches. Uh, yeah, but he's only <laughs> he's only dangerous with his left leg forward. I love how we're having like a, a useful debate, and then you bring up something that you want to prove your point with from like how else, six how months else ago. Be? <laughs> six months ago, I mean that that was a long time. Ago. Gosh, how about Jaden Cox? How about him? Twenty one years old. He's got uh, another year of college left, and then um, him and Snyder. Could be the backbone of American wrestling. You know what I'm kind of worried about here, Tommy? Getting too big? No, uh, I think he's done growing. Um, I mean, you know, or he's going to shrink his body. I'm worried about them changing weight classes and shrinking that top weight class where to a point where Snyder and Cox could be in the same class. Because I don't know that Jane can go much smaller than 189. The other thing that's interesting is I think David Taylor is not going down, and I think David Taylor can grow into that weight. Sure. And I think him and Cox... I mean, I, I mean, those are going to be interesting matches. Yeah. I mean, Taylor ain't getting any younger, though. We'll say that. Yeah, but he's pretty young. <laughs> How old is he? Let's look at him up. I mean, he's yeah. not. He's pretty young, dude. I don't. I mean, did not, he's definitely he's not got twenty-one. I'll tell you that much. I mean, he's definitely got four years of just hey, straight up prime. What's your guess? Twenty. Oh, that's not him. Six. Twenty-five or six. This one says fifty-nine. He's fifty-nine not, is not correct. Yeah. David Taylor. There's a there's a professional wrestler. Okay, here he is. David Taylor is December fifth, nineteen ninety. So he's he's twenty five. Going to be twenty six. So yeah, dude, he's got four years of straight he'll be up. Thirty prime. at the next Olympics. That's 
That's getting on the older end. Nah, he's fine for four years. Okay, and then, and then and he, got Gabe, he got Gabe Dean going in there. But what if they move the weight class, right? Because you know when we talked about it, they were talking about moving one kind of up more and eliminating the top one and adding more down low. Um, you know, what if that weight class became like uh, a two hundred or a two hundred five, like it used to be? I mean, I think it used to be one what one ninety eight or something. Yeah, if it's two hundred five, Snyder could, will probably go down. Yeah, and I mean, I don't if if it went to say one eighty as the next weight class, or even like a one eighty two like they used to have. I don't know that Jaden can make it. Maybe how hard he can. was how hard was the cut for him this hey, year? I mean, honestly, when I when I wrestled with him as when he was a true freshman, they they had, for a second they were thought they were going to redshirt him and beef him up to heavyweight. He was about two hundred twenty five pounds at that time. So he's cutting, and yeah, he and he wasn't a fat two twenty five. I mean, he wasn't super lean, but um, so I, I think he can make one eighty nine, especially once he shrinks his body down a little more. Um, but getting much lower than that, I mean, Jaden is a big person. <laughs> hey, what are you what are you laughing at? He's a big person. He's a what big person. He's just a big dude. Oh, I agree, man. It's yeah, we got a lot of things to be. You know, so a lot of things in the balance. I'm curious. Them. I hope they do add the weight classes, and maybe they leave one around 210, and they have another one around um, 190 ish, like they, like they do. And then maybe I would say Snyder's fine for anything that's 200 or above. You think he'd go under 200 or no? Because he looks big. Uh, he could go under 200, but it depends on what the weight above was. Like, if it was like 195 or heavyweight, I bet he would be 50 50 on that. Yeah, I mean, 195 is obviously it's 18 pounds smaller than it is right now. That, that 18 pounds is a lot of The only thing weight. is when you weigh in the night before, it's just a different... Sure. Yeah. But he's not... It's not like he's weighing in at 213 and, and then wrestling 213 the next day. There's no way that's happening, right? I mean, what's no, he, he told He told me basically, basically he um, skips a meal and works out twice and makes weight. So what's that? I I mean, think, but, but a big I think, guy like that's sweating a lot of weight. Yeah, he's out. walking around at like mid-220, like 222 or three. Not ripped, like he's ripped when he's on the mat. But like when you see him working out, obviously he looks like a freaking beast. Yeah. But when you when you see him working out at two twenty two or three, you can see ten pounds of water on him. Yeah, you can see it. You know what I mean? Most definitely. Um. All right. So let's see. So Sedulayev beats Yasar. Both. Uh, I both. think he's pound for pound the best in the world right now. I'd say so. Yeah, stud. So they Just said totally he, they said he's going up. Really. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me. He's got the height. Yeah, definitely could. And they said Gadeev's going up. I read that somewhere too. Which he doesn't seem that he I mean he's built, no. but he seems kind of short. He's short. I don't think that makes sense. But I can see why Sajalayev's going up. Yep. Okay, so 97. We kind of hit this one already. We talked about Yazdani getting screwed and obviously we talked about Kyle Snyder winning. Um anything else you want to hit there? No, I mean, Gazumov's a roid monkey. I mean, seriously, I, everyone said I didn't get. You to know, see I, I, I wrestled of, him. Um, I wrestled him in the Uregan semis when he was the number two Russian behind Getsalov. Oh, really? And uh, it was like, yeah, it was literally a decade ago. But <laughs> um, he, one of the strongest humans I've ever wrestled, and it's not surprising that he just looks like the poster child for steroids. Uh, that's so, funny. Um, I thought it was interesting that. Everybody that meddled in '97 was a Russian, besides Snyder. That's cr- the top five out of top uh, five out of top six. Yeah, incredible! So. All, all the guys wrestling for medals besides Snyder. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got nothing else for that. It was just purely right. Boltukayev totally, totally yeah. bombing out. Just total. Well, I heard he got off the juice. That's what I heard. Well, yeah, I mean, 
when your country's under fire and you're heading to Rio and they're going to drug test you, you probably get a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's funny how it affects some people so much. I mean, you, you can see it in some of the UFC fighters since you saw the start testing is how much worse they've gotten since they got off. It is um, sad that it wasn't. But you, like a Sajulayev and Gadeev, who you're pretty sure are, pretty sure are using. I um, can see Sajulayev not using. Come on, bro. He, he would... He passes uh, an eyeball test for me where I can see that he's not. I'm not saying he is or isn't. He doesn't look like a straight-up juicer to me. Yeah, that's weird. He does to you? Who? Uh, Sajulayev. No, but he's Russian. <laughs> Come on, man. It would have been awesome to watch Yazdani and Snyder wrestle because Snyder is not a reserved guy. The reason that match was 2-1 to one is because of Gazumov, not because yeah. of Snyder. If you had Yazdani out there, that would have been a fun Olympic final. Yeah, that, w- that would have been the best match we could have had. No doubt. So mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, Yazdani had that takedown at the end of the first against Gazumov, costing the match, that's disappointing. But other than that, we've we've touched on 213. Yeah. So, okay, heavyweight. Um, Our man, coolest you, animal. Well, you got to feel for Travel, right? Yeah. I mean, what's impressive about Travel's career, I think this is it for him is that he made six world Olympic teams wrestle for the bronze medal every time. And so not okay, Tommy, not only in every world championship, but in every literally every tournament, right? That was what someone posted. Oh right? wow, every tournament. Every tournament. Every international tournament he wrestled in, he wrestled for a medal. Yeah, no, he he's he was steady Eddie, a very consistent guy. I mean he even though he, you know, quote, only got two medals, I mean the guy was in contention to win a world championship over five times. I wouldn't say this year was one of them because of the circumstances, but for I, there was at least five years where I'm like, Travell could win. And he never did, but not everybody does. Great career. Uh, really sucked it up. You know, I was texting with Travell uh, last week. We're friends, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, he told me that he wrestled seven times, wrestled live seven times in the past four months. So wow, yeah. So I mean, the fact that he went, what was it, two and two, and got fifth. I mean, he did a pretty good job. I don't think that our backups would have done any better than what he did. So I don't think that we wasted a spot by giving Travella's due to walk out there and try to finish the deal. And I thought he did what he could. Nice. What do you think? Um, yeah. I mean, you got to step out there on the mat, right? This is what Travella's worked his whole life for. Uh, and he and he steps up and he beats the world silver medalist coming back from five nothing the first match, and you could tell he wasn't right in the first and second match despite the fact that he won. You could really tell that. So, um, man, he gave it a go. That's all you can. Hit. What else can you ask for? Right. What do you think of the Turk? He's a beast. Dude I mean, shoots just, a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. You know I what? Love uh, it. Uh, Boltukayev flaked out, but freaking how about Bilal Makov flaked out first round too? Makov flaked out, yeah. So is this is this because they're coming off? Is that why? I mean, like I said, it affects different people different ways. But what are the odds, Tommy? If I say this is a, no, this is a random draw, right? If I say Boltukayev and Bilal Makov both lose in the very first round, what are your odds on? Didn't that? Lebedev lose in the first? Would he lose in the second round or first? I think second round. But what, what, three, what are your odds on that? Oh, dude, a lot of money. I, Higher, right? A, a lot, yeah, lots, thousands, thousands, thousands of, dollars. of dollars. I mean, yeah. So I, that's I, like a parlay. It's like you no, parlay not, those two losing first round. Yeah, it's, it's, it's big it's, money. It's big money. That is a big money bet. That's a big money bet. So I think that's uh, um, 
Big time. And here's another weight, Tommy, where um, the, the the two bronze medalists are both former Soviets. It's the Saidow guy and then Petriashvili uh, from Georgia. Right. So you got Non-stop. more. Non-stop. Non-stop well, Soviets. 15 Russians, 15 Russians out of 24. That's crazy, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but it's believable. It's believable. Um, wow. So, hey, that was the first time where we ran all the way through, did not have one technical difficulty. And I think that was uh, a lot of fun and easy to talk about because we're both so passionate about the subject. Absolutely, man. And then so next week we're getting on uh, well, we, top we, So this, this is this week. So we're going to have a, kind of like a 10-day break period here. Okay. Um, yeah, let's wait and see if there's anything that comes out, you know, about I the Olympics agree. that we want to talk about or about UWW because I would be very interested to see if they're going to make some some serious statements on on what happened. Um, and maybe we hit that, or maybe you know, maybe we even get Jaden Cox or Kyle Snyder on the phone. I think that'd be fantastic. Well, we both seem connected with those guys, so I think we could pull it off. Yeah, well, we, we, <laughs> yeah, we've had Snyder on once, so maybe maybe, maybe we can have him on the same. Yeah, Jaden, Jaden, be great. Jaden, see if he wants to hop on for a few. He he don't love to talk, but maybe we'll get him on here for a few minutes. All right, man. Sounds good, brother. All right, Tommy, have a great afternoon. You too. See ya. See ya. You are listening to the T-Row and Funky Show brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built.